The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world, built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. So yesterday, folks, we started to delve deep into the metaverse, and we were watching a video from the World Economic Forum, a panel discussion from May 2022 on the metaverse featuring a woman who comes from a company that makes these virtual reality headsets, uh, a governmental representative from the United Arab Emirates who is in charge of their metaverse governance. A uh, gentleman from Meta, that is Facebook, talking about their involvement in building their metaverse. And then a final gentleman who was the creator of Second Life, one of the most popular uh, second worlds, immersive worlds, uh, and the first, sort of the first company to do that type of thing. And we're going to jump right back into this, folks. Uh, except I want to share something that I promised one of the listeners over at pain.tv slash gold who wrote me a comment and asked me to talk a little bit more about the fake meat that is out there. So what I'm going to do, uh, I'm just going to spend this one segment on this. I have probably 10 or 15 hours of research and investigation into this topic myself personally. So I'm going to just break it down um, and then eventually we'll do another show on this. I'm trying to find a guest who is more of an expert in this area because it is a bit confusing. So as far as in this fake meat world, this fake meat industry. And there are a number of uh, startup companies, people of uh, companies that are already in multiple rounds of funding. But just in general, let's talk about the different types of fake meat that are out there. First, you have what is called plant-based meat. And that is basically the impossible burger, beyond burger, things of that nature that you've probably seen at the grocery store. And feel free to go check this stuff out yourself. Go over to the gluten-free area or the healthy area or whatever and start looking in the freezers. And you will see, for instance, Wegmans, the grocery store about 15 minutes from me, has an entire aisle uh, two freezers uh, going all the way down each side of the aisle. And there's everything from plant-based burgers to plant-based chicken to plant-based bacon. And a lot of this stuff is made with soy. And so I've got a couple articles up here on the screen. There's a good source here. It's GFI.org, which is the Good Food Institute, which frankly to me is the Bad Food Institute, but they call it the Good Food Institute. And so first, let me just go over the type. So you have the plant-based meat products, all right? Then you have 3D printed, uh, what they call 3D printed meat substitutes, but it's 3D printed plant-based meat. 
So they 3D print things like burgers and strips of bacon and such using the various plant-based concoctions, blends, so that the bacon actually looks like bacon. Okay, so you have plant-based meat products. So like if you had a Impossible Burger, Beyond Burger, or a plant-based ground beef or something, or plant-based ground um, sort of uh, like shredded uh, beef or something like that, Okay, then you have the 3D printed plant-based meat. So that is actually printed with a 3D printer so that it physically looks like, and in some cases has the texture of the original meat. Now, both of those are available on store shelves as far as I could see pretty much worldwide, okay? Then you have what they call cultivated meat. And cultivated meat is lab grown meat and we'll get a little more into this in a second but basically you have this cultivated meat that is meat that is grown in a lab using animal cells okay instead of raising and slaughtering and uh, our friends like peter thiel bill gates and others are involved pretty much from my research in all of these different genres within the fake meat industry so you have cultivated meat Okay, and then you have, and also I see they call it cultured meat sometimes, all right, so cultivated and cultured are basically lab-grown, and then they have what is this um, 3D-printed cultured meat or cultivated meat. So then they take the stem cells, the other animal cells that they're utilizing, and they'll actually print meat like say a ribeye steak, a T-bone, a Boston butt roast, um, you know, a New York strip, what have you, out of this lab animal cell made meat. And so right now, as far as I could see in my research, they admit to this being in stores in Singapore. I'm talking about the cultured meat being in stores in Singapore. Now, We'll get into a little more detail here in a second on this because it it is confusing and the information is pretty disjointed right now. But apparently what's going on in the United States and Europe is they are getting ready to pass laws to allow these companies to bring the product to shelf. Now, I found an article, this was about a week ago when I mentioned it in another show, saying that there was a couple of EU countries that were already selling the cultured meat, the actual animal cell meat, on store shelves. Now, for some reason, I had an issue finding that. So, but but someone had asked me, did I see it on the shelves in Poland? No, I did not see it there. But there was a farmer who I spent a few hours with who told me that that kind of stuff is available. Now, do I know for sure? No. But here's the issue that I have right now. What I'm trying to locate, and I don't really want to spend, you know, 100 hours of my own time doing this because even though this is very important, there's more important stuff that I have to research and cover here on the show. If anyone has gone through any of the, I don't know, congressional committee hearings, uh, any type of stuff like that where they've debated or talked about 
in particular this lab grown in meat that's what i'm interested in because the plant-based meat you will find in those health food aisles like i told you and as of right now at least they label them as plant-based vegan um you know uh, they're really promoting it to the soy boy types who like to eat this kind of stuff so that's out there uh, we see the brands right on there, so you know that it's plant-based if you're reading the label. With the lab-grown meat, the cultured meat, the cultivated meat, I am not sure if when it comes out, or in my opinion it could be out, I just don't know if they're going to have to label it because based on everything that I've seen, the elites... Those in charge of laws and regulations, the people with the power and influence behind this, actually say it's no different than meat because they're growing the same muscle that would be in a real cow, a real pig, a real chicken, or what have you. So that is where it gets a little confusing for me because I'm not positive uh, if that stuff is going to hit the shelves and just be placed right in the meat aisle, you know, mixed in with meat that comes off of a cow or a pig or a chicken. I don't know. And so if any of you have any information about that, you know any guests who are experts in this, you've read any congressional, you know, committee hearings or such about this, any government papers, you know, please feel free to send that to me at gold at pain.tv. I'd appreciate that. So back up on the screen here, just to clarify, we have uh, GFI.org, that's the Good Food Institute, and this is uh, plant-based meat. And it says here, this is your guide to plant-based meat, explore GFI's tools, resources, events, and expert analysis of the plant-based meat field from science and technology to policy and market. So if you want to learn more about this stuff, even though I consider these people to be my enemy because they're pushing it forward, this is where you're going to get the answers, GFI.org. And so let's just read this quickly. What is plant-based meat? Plant-based meat is produced directly from plants instead of relying on an animal to convert uh, to convert plants into meat. We make more meat more efficiently by skipping the animal and turning plant ingredients directly into meat. Like animal-based meat, plant-based meat is comprised of protein, fat, vitamins, minerals, and water. Next-generation plant-based meat looks, cooks, and tastes like convenient meat, and eventually they'll probably be packing it with crickets. So there's some sections here on this page. Where does plant-based meat fit in the alt-protein landscape? Why is plant-based meat important? What needs to be done to advance plant-based meat? So again... Um, they have a lot of resources on here. Here's a section on this page, the science of plant-based meat, uh, discover plant-based meat research projects, plant-based meat is rapidly growing market sector, uh, and then they have other resources here. So if you want to learn more about plant-based meat, go to gfi.org forward slash plant-based forward slash. Okay, now... Uh, let's go to the next one. This is the 3D printed meat substitutes make splash 
in Europe, and this is from GreekReporter.com, and this is from March 2022. It says, already massive food industry is expected to get even larger. The data firm Allied Market Research says that the meat substitute market is expected to reach $8.1 billion with a B by 2026. And so this goes into what I mentioned before, Impossible Burger, and it says here they're bringing the Impossible Burger to... uh, uh, supermarkets. It's available as an Impossible Whopper at Burger King. And as we read the other day, Burger King's making moves to become the first burger joint that does not serve real meat. But in this article, it says here, 3D printed whole cuts of meat. Now the Israeli-based startup Redefined Meat is upping the ante, bringing 3D printed meat substitutes to markets throughout Europe. The company, which was founded in 2018, had 10 employees in 2019 with a first round of seed funding. Now in 2021, that's just two years later, it has 100 employees. And it says right here, redefined meat boasts five product variations in ground meat substitutes, including burgers and sausages, but perhaps its greatest endeavor of all is whole cuts of plant-based meat alternatives, such as hanger steaks and skewers. So what they're doing there, like I said, they're taking the plant-based concoction and they're 3D printing it so that they could make it look and have the texture of, make it look like and have the texture of hanger steaks and skewers and such. So that is the 3D printed plant-based meat. Now, when we get into the cultivated meat, again, I'm back on GFI. Now I'm on gfieurope.org forward slash cultivated dash meat forward slash. It says here, cultivated meat, your guide to the science, business, and policy of cultivated meat in Europe. And it says, what is cultivated meat? Cultivated meat is exactly the same as beef, pork, chicken, and seafood people enjoy eating today, but grown directly from animal cells instead of raising and slaughtering animals, you see. So they're saying it's exactly the same thing. And that's what leads me to believe that when it hits store shelves, they might be able to get away with not labeling it and telling you that it was grown in a lab. It says here, why do we need cultivated meat? Compared with conventional meat production, cultivated meat has the potential to be far less resource intensive, decreasing methane emissions from the cow farts, deforestation, biodiversity loss, water use, water pollution, antibiotic resistance, and foodborne illnesses. Okay, it says right here, a recent study by C.E. Delft, the first ever to be based on data from cultivated meat companies, found that compared with farming animals, cultivating meat from cells could, could, doesn't say does, says could, cut the climate impact of meat by up to 92%. Well, what is the climate impact of meat? Reduce air pollution by up to 93%. Really? Use up to 95% less land, use up to 78% less water. So this is how they're pitching this idea of 
cultivated meat. Folks, I'm going to finish this up and we're going to move back into the metaverse uh, shortly. When we come back for the break, I'll finish up on cultivated meat. I will explain uh, cultured meat and then we'll explain the 3D printed meat. And then that way, hopefully I answer the question. As I told you guys, if you have questions out there in the audience, feel free to contact me at Twitter at Hackable Animal or at Dustin Gold Show or at pain.tv slash gold. I believe my handle there is at gold as Commander Payne set it up. Or you can email me gold at pain.tv and hopefully I will be able to answer your questions. Ladies and gentlemen, we get back. Let's delve into cultured meat. While I'm on the break, please enjoy a 3D printed T-bone. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard and you're listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold. You're listening to pain.tv slash gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the fake meat industry, so let me pull this website right back up because we have a lot to cover today. So I just want to read you again. This is at uh, gfieurope.org forward slash cultivated dash meat. And it says right here, how is cultivated meat made? And this is probably what you'd like to know. Cultivating meat is similar to growing plants from cuttings in a greenhouse, which provides warmth, fertile soil, water, and nutrients. The new method of meat production enables the natural process of cell growth, but in a more efficient environment. And as you can see right there, they said the new method. So again, like everything else, they are pushing this forward. It says cellular agriculture involves taking a small, harmless sample of cells from an animal and growing them in what is known as a cultivator. The cultivator facilitates the same biological process that happens inside an animal by providing the cells the warmth and the basic nutrients needed to transform into meat, water, proteins, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, and minerals. The result is an abundance of cultivated meat, identical to conventionally produced meat at the cellular level, but made in a more sustainable way. So, as I've explained a couple of times here, and this is my opinion, my opinion and my fear is that they will end up putting this on store shelves without actually labeling it or telling you because if they can convince, if this industry can convince or bribe or pay off, however you look at it, it's all the same thing, the governments, then they may just allow it to go on store shelves as if it's me, especially if they are trying to propagandize us into believing that it is the same thing as having a steak that comes off of a slaughtered cow. Okay, one more section here, and then we're going to move on. It says, uh, when will cultivated meat be available in Europe? It says here on uh, December 2nd, 2020, Singapore became the first country in the world to approve cultivated meat for sale, and people can now order cultivated chicken via a food delivery app. Okay, 
So you see, as I mentioned, it is for sale in Singapore. You can order it through an app. Now, I have not further investigated this myself. I don't know if people know that it's cultivated. Um, if they just think they're ordering regular chicken, I'm not sure. If you guys know more about this, again, hit me up. If you've studied it, feel free to reach out. I'd love to have you on to explain it in more depth than I can at this point. Uh, it goes on to say, the fact that cultivated meat has passed this rigorous approval process shows that it will be part of a safe and sustainable food future. But it is likely to be some years before people in Europe are able to buy cultivated meat from the supermarket, and how soon that happens will depend on how much governments invest in open access research. Okay, so as I mentioned, I saw an article a few days ago. I am 100% positive of this. Unfortunately, I did not save it as a PDF, and it had said there were a couple of EU countries where it was already on the shelves. I will keep digging for that in my free time, and I will find it. Um, it says here, before a cultivated meat product can be sold in Europe, it needs to be approved by regulators. In the EU, once regulators approve a cultivated meat product, it can be sold across all 27 EU countries. The approval process will include a thorough and evidence-based assessment of the safety and nutritional value of cultivated meat and is estimated to take at least 18 months. It says right here, many other European governments have similar regulatory frameworks in place for for the assessment and authorization of cultivated meat. Now, what I will tell you, another thing I learned while I was in Poland and I was with a farmer, um, it's a fourth generation farm. It's uh, my wife's uh, second cousin's farm. And so one of the things I had asked him was about how many of you have probably heard that in the EU, as the story goes here, they are not allowed to grow GMO foods. Well, apparently it's not the whole EU. It goes country to country. And then what he told me was that farmers like himself, which are small independent farmers, although when you go to his farm, it's fairly large. Uh, he does not grow GMO corn or GMO wheat or GMO rapeseed and such. He grows natural, but what happens is he sells uh, to make a profit. He sells that to a big food processor, a food manufacturer, and then that stuff is mixed uh, his stuff is mixed with GMOs to basically cut it uh, in the manufacturing process. And so he said the farmers don't really have any control of that, nor do we know how it works. Now, while I was in Poland, I after having that conversation, I started doing some research, and I found that there are certain large corporate farmers that can grow GMOs, and they just need special licenses from the government. So just like here, it's a system of corruption. There's very little transparency, so you really don't know uh, what is being done, how much GMO is going into the foods. He also does the same thing where he sells his cow's milk, uh, you know, pure organic dairy milk. It gets loaded into a truck, like a tanker truck, and that's sold to a processor that makes cheese. So at that point, he said, you don't really know, you know, what's happening, but a lot of the big corporate processors are all tied in with the government. So you don't really know. Now, let me just pull up um, this other article on techcrunch.com. This is an article from 
actually today. It says, Cultured Meat Startup Prolific Machines unveils its Henry Ford approach to cell growth. And it says here, the global cultured meat market is poised to reach half a billion dollars by 2030. However, this kind of technology is still very much in the R&D phase for a lot of companies that have merged over the past five years. It says cultured meat, also known as cultivated meat, as I explained, cultured meat and cultivated meat are the same. So you have plant-based meat, you have 3D printed plant-based meat, you have cultivated and cultured meat. Uh, is an animal meat, but instead of slaughtering the animal to get it, cells are collected from the animal and cultivated in a lab, as we explained with the last piece. Okay, so this goes on to say, we've seen a few cultured meat companies unveil their products. For example, Novel Farms has a pork loin, while Blue Seafood, a German company developing lab-grown seafood, debuted its first fish sticks and fish balls last month. Same for Dutch-based meatable with its sausages sci-fi foods with its burgers and chicken for upside foods however the manufacturing process for cultured meat has historically been quote both very difficult and very expensive end quote prolific machines co-founder and ceo dennis kent told TechCrunch, that's what his company is out to change Quote, you have to use these growth media proteins, which are some of the most expensive things. One of the proteins we are replacing is like 30,000 times more expensive than a gram of gold, end quote. Uh, This gentleman went on to say, it's really hard to scale anything for this reason because you have to use these proteins. And so this company is working on building a more streamlined process and sort of taking this Henry Ford approach to the whole industry. So if you want to read more about that, I would Google TechCrunch and uh, Cultured Meat, maybe Prolific Machines, okay? So as you see... Uh, One of the reasons why I always tell you this stuff is real, it's really going to be out there. There's people who say, stop paying attention to this, stop talking about it, stop giving them oxygen. Well, the thing is, it's happening. And if I don't talk about it, and others don't talk about it, and hopefully people that listen to the show don't spread this information to their friends and family, then no one will know about it. You're not giving them oxygen by talking about it. You're warning the folks out there that this might hit your store shelves, and you need to look out for it or you need to figure out how to you know finagle your budgets at home so that you can buy meat directly from local farmers as we've been doing uh this year uh because when my wife got pregnant we said okay that's it we're not jerking around with the stores anymore we're going right to the source as close as we can get from local farmers who are doing uh you know have small cattle farms and such and so That's what we're doing here. We're warning you, hopefully educating you, arming you with the resources you need to further investigate these stories that interest you more than others may so that you can take this information and share it with the people around you. And, you know, as far as saying we're giving them oxygen, well, you can ignore it, but then you're just putting your head in the sand like an ostrich, maybe a 3D printed ostrich. I don't know. But that's what you're doing. It's it's not going away because you close your eyes and hope that it goes away. Okay, 
Here's another article at foodprocessing.com. This is cultured meat is so close you can almost taste it. And this is from March 2022. It says some companies claim 2022 would be the year lab-grown meat becomes available for public consumption, but many are wondering if this be the year. That is written wrong, and that's not me. It says right here, rumor has it that a cultured seafood product, not a cultured meat, will likely be the first factory-grown animal food product approved for sale in the U.S. probably by the end of this year. And that's what I've been hearing and seeing from all the resources that uh, I look at. It says, uh, if indeed the petitioner Blue Nalo As is rumored, the product apparently will be a sushi-grade piece of bluefin tuna, a prized, pricey, and borderline endangered species in a uh, mercenary sense. That trio of attributes trumps even the animal welfare, environmental, and food and safety arguments for lab-grown meats. Approval from the Japanese and possibly South Korean governments should not be far behind, as San Diego-based Blue Nalu has a collaboration with food and life companies. The Japanese company both manufactures seafood products and operates more than 1,000 sushi restaurants in Japan, Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Singapore, Thailand, and China. What an enthusiastic, numerous, and far-flung base on which to launch lab-grown fish. So they're talking about taking this into these sushi restaurants to begin to replace real fish. And this article goes on to many, many other examples. And folks, it's in my notes, uh, but I have so many shows that I have to do. There's even important ones like going back and looking at Henry Kissinger's 1970s depopulation plan that I haven't gotten to because the tech of the future is so rapidly advancing. I'm just trying to keep up with that. And I'm recording one, sometimes two shows a day. Plus, I have to do all the research and pull all the sources. So hopefully I'll be able to go back and we can do another show all on fake meat. But let me hit on this one. So this is 3D printing meats in the largest cultured steak ever made. And this is from December 2021 in uh, ID... Uh, techx.com that's i-d-t-e-c-h-e-x.com and it says recently israeli bioprinting company mayatech 3d limited announced that it succeeded in printing a 104 gram that's a 3.67 ounce about the size of a filet mignon cultivated steak using their proprietary uh, proprietary 3d printing technology made of real cultivated fat and muscle cells the steak is believed to be the largest cultured steak ever produced to date the achievement represents another step on the road to mass production of cultured meat an important goal to combat climate change okay so that's what we just outlined for you so i hope we cleared this up we have plant-based fake meat which is made from soy and you know mash then you have the 3d printed plant-based meat so they could print it into objects then you have the cultivated slash cultured meat which is the lab grown meat using animal cells and then you have the 3d printed cultivated slash cultured meat which allows them to now take this these cells and form them into t-bone steaks and other things by printing them and so as of right now we know the plant-based meat is pretty much everywhere in the world the 3d printed plant-based meat is pretty much everywhere in the world 
The cultivated culture meat is for sale in Singapore, uh, questionably in some countries in the EU, and then it's on its way here to the United States and the European Union as a whole, and then the 3D printed meat will be right in there with it because that's just another way to form those cell structures into what looks like real meat. So just keep your eyes out for this stuff, folks. Again, if you have an expert, uh, if you've studied this yourself, if you come across any government documents on this, feel free to send them my way. I am more than interested to read them, to interview people about this, and to cover this topic further. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a quick break and eat myself a plant-based 3D printed chicken nugget. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you're listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 